Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. It's that time of the year when we're all trying to make new habits and break old ones. But how are habits actually formed and is there a secret to keeping them? Sabina Brennan is a neuroscientist and host of the Superbrain podcast. She's on the line to explain all. Hello, Sabina. Hello, how are you? Happy New Year to you. And you too. Great to have you on the show again. So why do we have habits? Yeah, it's kind of a fascinating question. Um, it, it, it's it's something that's peculiar to humans, really. We carry out actions without, we have the capacity to carry out actions without consciously or actively thinking about them. And that's what we call habits. Now, the thing is, they're a, a result of our brain's need to be efficient and economical with limited energy resources. So your brain looks for patterns in your behavior that can be automated in order to make efficient use of that, that, you know, the neural resources. So they're really just an energy efficient way for your brain to operate in the most routine circumstances. Mm. And I mean, they've played a really important role in our evolution because being able to engage in a habitual way ways in order, you know, in other words, to carry out tasks on autopilot, it sort of freed up the human brain, the thinking part of the brain for innovations and inve- inventions. You see, Dermot, um, this is what I'm doing. Sabina, Dermot slags me all the time because I get up at exactly the same time, eat exactly the same food at exactly the same time, go to the <laughs> toilet at exactly the same time. My routine is very important to me, but it's because I'm going to be innovating something amazing later on. My um, brain is being used for something else, Sabina, isn't that right? But that's actually the truth. And to be honest, like, you know, Brain fog is a big thing that people experience during the pandemic. And and in my book, I actually really talk a lot about habits because during the pandemic, a lot of us just completely were suddenly deprived of all our routines, Mm. you know, our commute to work, um, getting up, having a shower, having your dump at the same time or whatever (laughs) it is. But but people were deprived of that. Like, and and prior to the pandemic, up to 40% of human behaviours were um, habitual. Mm. Then we were all sent home to work from home. It's slightly different for you and and, uh, for Dermot and Dave on the radio. That's kind of a different thing. You continued on. But most of us were sent home from work. And do you know what? We Instead of getting up at our, you know, following those routines, a lot of us stayed in PJs and kind of looked at, you know, when's my first face, when's my first Zoom meeting, you know, and all our behaviour sort of became random, you know. If you had kids, it was when were you going to home school, then when were you going to work? And the reason that really impacted on a lot of people sort of felt they were uh, operating under par, you know, they never did so little in their lives, but yet they were struggling to just carry out their daily jobs or think, figure things out. And it's because their brain had to spend energy deciding, well, when are you going to get dressed? When are you going to brush your teeth? And it didn't have the resources left to carry out the more Mm. cognitively demanding behaviours, you know, thinking about things. Um, So, yeah, it's really important. And I mean, I know uh, Dermot is um, all about mindfulness and that's important too. So uh, the thing is, it's about being careful, not, you know, being in the present moment is absolutely critical but you mustn't throw the baby out with the bath bath water you need to 
have habits and routines that allow you, you know, to to be more creative or to achieve some of those bigger goals in your life. So yeah. it's a balance about choosing what behaviours you habituate. Well, let's say we do want to change our habits, Sabine. Yes. A lot of people kicking off the year hoping to do a little bit better on uh, various things in their life that they'd like to see more of or see less of. So what is the best way to approach changing a habit so that we actually have some success? I think understanding how habits work sort of helps uh, in a way. So really with a habit, you tend to have a trigger um, um, and, and that tells the brain to go into automatic mode and which habit to use. So triggers for us can be something like seeing a bar of chocolate or smell of vinegar on chips, an ad on the radio, or it can be, you know, just the time of day, a place, a person or a group of people, you know, that's the trigger that can set off a routine. Then there's the routine, which um, can be simple or complex. convoluted even (laughs) Um, uh, so yeah if you have the same breakfast every day let's say you have bran flakes every day you know your trigger is getting down into the kitchen and you just go into your routine open the press where the bran flakes are pour them in the bowl pour the milk on etc that's the routine but it can also be a complex thing like driving to work loads of us drive on autopilot you know because Mm. the the routine is there and then there's the reward which tells your brain whether that particular sequence of events is worth remembering or repeating so that reward again can take many many forms um it can be food it can be buying something it can be praise it can be emotional feelings or a sense of achievement that you've done something so basically the trick in developing new habits if you want to replace unhealthy habits with healthy ones for example taking the same trigger and reward means you're harnessing something that's already there mm-hmm. in your routine but what you do is replace the routine with something healthy or that you know that you want to replace so say you've been having something very unhealthy for breakfast then you literally you know you keep the trigger and the reward the same but but you 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 pop in there something healthy instead so that kind of helps um if you you know add it on to something that you're already well, doing. Hang on, if the reward is Cocoa Pops, how does the, how does the routine of poached <laughs> eggs, how does that get the same reward is my question. <laughs> it's a bit well, different. yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, don't like, that's the thing, you see, the thing is, sometimes, um, sometimes what we think is the reward you know, what we think yeah. we're satisfying with our habit isn't actually Isn't it. actually that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so kind of awareness is 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 key in understanding unwanted habits. So say during the day you're reaching for chocolate bars and that feels like a reward. But actually, maybe you need to just get it, delve a little deeper and go, well, why am I reaching for a chocolate bar? Mm. Am I bored? Am I feeling anxious? And then actually it's about actually understanding, oh my God, I do this every day because I'm so bored. So replace the the chocolate bar with something that's interesting to do. Mm. Or if you're anxious, deal with the anxiety or find another healthy way to deal with the anxiety. Does that make sense? Yes, so why I buy guitars all the time is because I'm just anxious and bored and I just go, <laughs> oh, I buy another guitar. Yeah. I feel great now, briefly. <laughs> Um, Sabina how you know you hear you know it takes 21 days or it takes 60 days or is there a specific time limit on how long you have to do a new behaviour before it actually sticks yeah so I mean that is really important it's repeating a behaviour is what makes it stick so um, it really depends on the the behaviour 
that you're trying to change. You know, the longer something is in, the more complex it is, the longer it will take. But yes, there is an average. I think, as you said, it's something like, um, I think it's 30, 30 days on average or something or three weeks, as you, right. as you just said. But that's average. So some of them are very quick. Others um, take uh, an awful lot longer. So the thing is, right... Um, when your brain identifies a pattern of behavior, a routine that you engage in regularly, right? Basically, what your brain does, it hands responsibility of that to a part of your brain called the basal ganglia, which is in an unthinking, unconscious part of the brain. And once that becomes a habit, it's effortless. Those, ha- you know, those habits are effortless. But creating a new habit re- requires your thinking brain, your frontal lobes to consciously choose a different behavior to override that rabbit at that habit that is very effortful okay Mm. but if you stick with it the and and repeat it regularly and routinely by definition it will become a habit and then it will become effortless so the effort only is only why you're you know actually building up that habitual behavior that pattern for your brain to recognize to automate mm. um so i mean that is the key um and there's no denying you know it can be uh it it, it takes extra effort to change and and, uh, and a really important thing to note is so old habits never die <laughs> <laughs> they're always sitting there they under just- the surface they all they just go to a deep dark part of your brain and the <laughs> thing is they <laughs> This is not scientific to say deep, dark part of your brain. (laughs) You get my, you get my drift. But basically, um, the thing is that old habits are more likely to resurface when you're feeling stressed or when you are, you know, having poor sleep or disrupted sleep. And sure, we know that if you have a late night out, you can be, you can be brilliant all week on your healthy eating. Then you have one late night out, you're sleep deprived, you wake up and you reach for the blooming cocoa pops. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I see the pattern emerging. All right. Uh, Sabina Brennan, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Uh, what's the name of your book again? My name, the name of that book is Beating Brain Fog. Beating Brain and, Fog. Pick it up yeah. and there's stuff in there about habits that'll definitely help you. Uh, also, the Super Brain Podcast. Sabina, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Take See care. You, Sabina, bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9 a.m. Today.